People ask me all the time. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's why we're here now. Not only to tell you what we love to eat, but where you can go get it. This is a classic drink. The first time I ever had one, I was like, what is this? Shake, 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 shake. This drink takes gin to a place I've never had it before. You know, th 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 this is a drink that is very specially crafted. It's really good. Hey, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's happy hour. Hey, everybody, Irish coffee's on me. As a chef, we work hard and we play hard. So when it comes to putting together the best things I've ever drank, I can give you a list, a long list. When you're thirsty, you drink a glass of water. If you're having a lovely meal, you have a nice glass of wine. But I'm telling you, if you want a cocktail, you got to go to Buena Vista and have the handcrafted Irish coffee. It's a San Francisco classic. You know, I've had Irish coffees all over the place, but if you really want the real deal, this is it. This is where the American Irish coffee that you've had a million times originated. We introduced it to America and spread like wildfire. We still use the original recipe, and we've been using it ever since 1952 when we started. So the coffee starts out with a splash of hot water, and that's going to warm the glass up. And then it gets two sugar cubes, and then coffee on top of that, and then it gets a jigger of Irish whiskey. We use Tullamardew. That's what it was created with in Ireland. The best way to make it is to take fresh cream that's put in the fridge for two days, and then they take the cream, lightly whip it, and they pour that froth cream over top the back of a spoon so it gets evenly dispersed, and it floats, as they say, like a swan on top of the Irish coffee. It's absolutely delicious. When you walk into Buena Vista, you can't help but see the production line. They make 2,000 Irish coffee in bed. It's almost like a conveyor belt of Irish coffee, and people belt them down for sure. It's so great. It goes down. It kind of warms you through. Makes your cheeks nice and rosy. Thanks, brother. That's really good. Cheers. Everybody, here's to, uh, to the Buena Vista and the original Irish coffee. Cheers. I got something on your lip. When I'm in a restaurant, I would rather spend my calories on the food than the drinks. But if it's food that you can drink, then I'm in. The best thing I ever drank or ate or drank is the lobster shooters at Abacus in Dallas, Texas. They are addictive. I don't understand why people would do a tequila shooter when you can do a lobster shooter. I got a chance to cook for Julia Childs, and we served a coconut curry soup with lobster dumplings. Somewhere along the line, we decided to serve it as a little shot as opposed to a soup. And uh, it is the single most successful thing I've ever done in the kitchen. You've got six sake cups with a little lobster dumpling in each cup. So this is the stuffing that goes into the dumpling. A little bit of lemongrass, garlic, ginger, soy sauce, really fresh Asian flavors that marry perfectly with the sweetness of the lobster. Take just a little bit of stuffing, put in the center of each wonton skins, and then it's time to go deep fry these. Each little lobster dumpling would be fantastic all on its own but it gets even better. We serve them with a red curry coconut sauce. There's a little bit of chili in there, a little bit of sake, coconut cream. It's absolutely delicious. We fill the pitcher up with a little bit of red curry sauce, put a lobster shooter in each cup, garnish them with a little bit of scallion, and they're gonna be a great little appetizer or cocktail. You take the cup with a dumpling in it, and you pour the sauce on top of your dumpling. Drink it down, one gulp, and it's gone. It's a perfect match of a little bit of spicy with the sweetness of the lobster. And I think an order is supposed to be for a table, but my husband and I 
we get two orders. So we each have six. They're just that good. It's a good thing it's not tequila. <laughs> the perfect drink to me creates relaxation and joy all wrapped into one happy glass. So I'm talking about the India Line Fizz at the Velvet Tango Room in Cleveland, Ohio. It's heaven in a glass. The Velvet Tango Room in Cleveland, Ohio, it's a throwback. It's how I envision bars were in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. It's all about the perfect drink, the perfect pour, and everything is made with like painstaking precision. They go back in time, they find how they did things the right way, and they brought them back to us. Indian Lime Fizz is based off of a gin fizz, and they would put egg whites in it to actually thicken the drink. First thing I'm gonna do after I put my tin on my scale is zero it out. Measure out everything on a gram scale. I will put a whole egg into my tin. A lot of drinks were made with eggs and egg whites back in the 50s and 60s. Think about a meringue, how it thickens things, and how it gives you that terrific mouthfeel. The next thing I'm gonna do is add the lime, our homemade tempered bar syrup, Orinoco rum, and the wrong pure gin. Gin. I'm gonna add a nice scoop of ice here. And they start shaking it. For a couple minutes. You know, th 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 they just go and they go and... Switch arms. <laughs> it's like P90 bartending. And the egg just starts to thicken the drink. The harder you shake... Pretty much sure I'm good to go here. And then they finish it with a little bit of seltzer water. It's a perfectly balanced cocktail. And we make these one at a time, no matter how busy we are or how many we need. I need one. Michael Simon, how are you? When I take a sip of this lime fizz, it has a little bit of acid from the lime, it has some sweetness from the rum. The seltzer gives you a little bit of pop, and then the eggs just mellow out the drink, and they give it that nice, rich, full flavor. It is the perfect cocktail. Absolutely the best thing I ever drank. I love coffee, all shapes and forms, but this is a different type of coffee than your average pot of joe. The drink I'm going to talk about takes 12 hours to make. Try that on for size. I'm talking about the Kyoto-style iced coffee at Blue Bottle in San Francisco. It is the most flavorful coffee you'll ever have. The Kyoto-style iced coffee at Blue Bottle is very unique. It is something that I've just learned about a year or so ago. Kyoto-style iced coffee is made in this beautifully ornate glass domed nozzle dripper system with straight up cold water, ground coffee, and thyme. We start out filling the top globe with cold filtered water. It drips into this little reservoir and there's two stopcocks that can control the drip at about 88 beats per minute. What happens is if the water goes too fast, it rushes right through the grounds and there's no flavor. So at a slow drip, the coffee rehydrates and expands and captures the moisture. 12 hours later, you get a really fragrant, beautifully sweet kind of alcoholic iced coffee. The thing about drinking Kyoto-style iced coffee is you start by smelling it because it has this richness, this aroma, this depth. It's almost like a well-aged wine or whiskey. And then when you drink it, there's barrel notes to it. There's sweet notes. There's fruit notes. This is not a decaf. This is not a half-calf. This is full-octane, high-flavor, caffeinated coffee. I got the shakes. <laughs> Packs a punch. That's not an exaggeration. You will never get a coffee that smells like that and tastes like that anyplace else. This is the best, hands down. There are so many different beverages I could have chosen for best thing I ever drank. I mean, milkshakes, cocoa, I love coffee. But you know, 
you're probably not going to be all that surprised that I chose a cocktail. That's just how I roll. I have a lot of experience drinking beverages, purely for scientific and research purposes. So the drink I want to tell you about is an homage to an old school idea of martinis. It's called the Gin Blossom, and it was created at the Clover Club in Brooklyn, New York. Man, is it good. The Gin Blossom is a twist on a 50-50 martini, which is half vermouth and half gin. This drink has gin, but it also has apricot eau de vie, sweet white vermouth, and a little orange bitters. And I think this drink takes gin to a place I've never had it before. So I'm going to start out putting my ice in my mixing glass. And I'm going to season my ice with my orange bitters. And I'm going to add in an ounce and a half of Plymouth gin. Which is a soft gin. It's not so overwhelming in its piney juniper character. An ounce and a half of the Martini Bianco. Which is the sweet white vermouth. And then lastly, my apricot eau de vie, which to me is kind of the star of this cocktail. It adds kind of a subliminal fruit notes to it. Stir that a good 52 times just to get the cocktail to the perfect temperature and then serve in an old-fashioned glass with a little twist of orange peel. And another thing I really like is you get the extra served to you in a little flask on ice. So once you finish the first little martini, you've got another one waiting for you. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. It's happy hour. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the gin blossom. Cheers. Cheers, thank you. When you drink a good martini like this, you're tasting it, but you're also almost kind of breathing it. You're getting the juniper gin flavor, apricot flavors, the taste of the vermouth, and a little bit of nice orange from the bitters. It's warming and bracing and chilling all at the same time. And then there's sort of this head-clearing quality that I really like about them. Man, is it a silver bullet. Delicious. This is one of those cocktails I like to call the sleeper. It's so delicious and yummy that you're like, ooh, this is good, I'll have another, sure, I'll have another. Oh, that is so good. And before you know it, four hours have passed and you're like, what happened? The best drink I ever had is the grapefruit margarita at Barrio Chino in New York City. This cocktail is the most refreshing cocktail I've ever had. And I feel pretty darn good after having a few of them. <laughs> you know what's so great about a great drink? What you're eating with it doesn't matter. They happen to have great food, but I'm there for the grapefruit margaritas. It's so good. The secret of our grapefruit margarita is actually the fresh squeezed juices that we make daily here. They have a big, huge pile of ruby red grapefruits just to be juiced for my margaritas. The way they make this drink, short glass, put some really good smooth tequila in there. We use Pornitos Repsol. It's a nice combination for it. A little bit of orange flavored liquor, like triple sec. Fresh squeezed lime juice. Just a little bit of simple syrup. And then fresh grapefruit juice. You add ice. Last and most important, the sugar rim. Instead of a salt rim. So it makes it extra sweet. And then it goes to me. It is so good. I sit at the bar usually because we're faster there. Grapefruit margarita, baby. It is so incredible. It's like grapefruit margarita rock candy flavored. <laughs> it's so good. Who doesn't love a margarita? If somebody doesn't love a margarita, then they haven't had a good one. That mix in a bottle, you will never, ever go back to that. It's all about the fresh juice. And I have to say, I can have any cocktail right now, this is the one I would want. After a few of these, you'll end up wearing this out of here. Because <laughs> you're going to be so happy, you're done. Peace out. Call me later. I'm finished. <laughs> I clearly have a cilantro gene because I love this cocktail. The flavors that go on there are just amazing. The first time I ever had one, I was like, whoa! What is this? 
The best thing I ever drank is the invention of a bar in Greenwich Village in New York City called Daddio. It's the herbaceous mojito. If you are a fan of cilantro, you will love this cocktail. And if not, you might want to move to a different spot at the bar. <laughs> Daddio's is my neighborhood hangout. I've been going there for a while, so I know all the people that work there. Hey, Phil. I'm ready for a drink. I'm thirsty. Uh, to begin, we take four lime wedges. We're going to squeeze them into a mixing glass, add two good handfuls of fresh cilantro. We're going to muddle briefly. You can just smell it as they're being muddled. I'm like, ooh, I love that one. Our next up, we're going to take a roasted jalapeno simple syrup that we make here, and we use fresh pineapple juice. So we have a little spicy, a little sweet. After that, we're going to add house-infused cilantro vodka. That's the part that makes it the adult part. And then my favorite part of it is watching Phil shake it. Welcome to the gun show. Muscles marinara, making me a cocktail. And then it's served over this big sort of snow cone of crushed ice and garnished with a cilantro sprig. Ah, ooh, I'm so excited. Then you drink it with this straw and it's cold and it's spicy and it's sweet and it's acidic and it's herby and it's got some alcohol in it. We love that, it makes you feel good at the end. Mm -mm -mm. Makes me a happy, happy girl. You drink it and then you're like, oh, that's so good. And then you drink it some more and then it's, oh, that's so good. And then you drink it some more and then you realize, oh, it's gone. <sighs> that was the best thing I ever drank. This cocktail is delicious. And I think cilantro is very good for you, isn't it? I don't know, I'd like to say it is. I'll believe that. I don't like booze. I like sweet stuff. This is a drink that is built for somebody like me who's just basically a big 12-year-old. The drink that I have in mind here is an orange rose water phosphate soda with an egg in it. It's really good. Oh, come on, Duff. Rose? Orange? No. My drink is real simple. Soda water, syrup, and chocolate ice cream. Come on. So the best thing I ever drank? The best thing I ever drank is from the, the Franklin, Franklin Fountain in, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We both can't be right, can we? I'm gonna get the Egyptian egg shake phosphate. The best drink? The chocolate ice cream soda. That's the one to get. Truly is, that freaking thing is amazing. We're talking old school drink here, folks. I mean, it's almost obsolete. You know, rotary phones, typewriters, rabbit ears on TV sets. You know, you just can't get a chocolate ice cream soda anywhere. So here's what they do. They put a little soda water in. Grab our Fox's chocolate, you bet, syrup. Now this is key, okay? It's all about the syrup. Add more seltzer water and then mix it by hand. And then they finish it off with a scoop of homemade chocolate ice cream. Rich, creamy, spectacular. Summers, I don't know what you're doing with the ice cream thing. The Egyptian, it doesn't get any better than that. This is a drink that is very specially crafted. The Egyptian egg shake is made when you add rose syrup, orange syrup, and the egg, blend it together, add a tincture of the phosphoric acid, which makes it a little bit tart and fizzy. It's kind of acidic, it's really bright. And then fill it with seltzer. The garnish on this thing is, is a big, plump, medjool date. Get a straw, you know, it's bubbly and it's orange, and it's very, very refreshing. Rose syrup sounds disgusting. Chocolate ice cream? It's pedestrian. Duff, respect your elders. All right, Mark, here's the thing. You and I are gonna go to the Franklin Fountain together. I think we should both try each other's sodas and see which one wins out. I'm gonna win. My money's on me. Here, after you. No, please, you. No. No, card. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jerk. 
All right, who should order first? Uh, Age before beauty. Yeah, beauty was a horse. <laughs> he'll taste mine, and then he'll say that mine's the best thing he ever tasted. No doubt. Yeah, that's good. Isn't that good? Wow. That's real chocolate. It's the combination of their carbonated water and the chocolate syrup, the plop of the ice cream on top. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, I'm eating all your soda. That's all right. <laughs> you know, chocolate, it's great. It's everywhere. Rose and orange, not so much. You got it. I'm nervous. You can do this. You can, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> it's like the best soda. You know, it was okay. Why would you drink that when you could drink this? It's kind of what makes a gelato good. It's fruity, but it's milky at the same time. I mean, this is awesome. So the debate goes on, and I would vote for the chocolate ice cream soda. I would vote for the Egyptian. L'chaim. L'chaim. <laughs>